0: The slumping Minnesota Wild take the ice for the first time in four days tonight when they play host to the New Jersey Devils at 7 p.m. at XL Energy Center. This is your Wild Minute with Troy, and we will set you up on what we hope will be the snapping of a three-game losing streak. The Wild, of course, three, four, and one. I'm sorry, three, four, and two. They play for the first time since going 0-2 and one on that road trip to Philadelphia, Washington, and New Jersey, where the Wild could have won any or all of those three games, and they ended up, as I just said, 0-2-1. And the uh, one was, of course, that seven-player shootout where Darcy Kemper, Shut down the Minnesota Wild seven straight times and eventually the Capitals scored and stole two points out of that game. So I'm bearing the lead after missing seven games. Matt Boldy returns to the lineup tonight. He'll be reunited with his second line mates in Jewel Erickson Eck and Marcus Johansson. And that is probably the best news the Wild have received in several, several days, even weeks with that injury list getting longer and longer and losing, uh, Boldy in the second or third game of the season where it was an obvious void for the last two weeks. So um, that's that's good news going into tonight's game at home. The bad news, this special teams, the power play and the penalty kill have to get better or the Wild are going to sink tonight against the Devils. Technically, this is a home and home series. The Wild played at New Jersey Sunday and the wild are hosting New Jersey today with no games in between same with New Jersey, but it's hard to call it a home and home when there's three full um, off days in between, but nevertheless, it technically is a home and home. So the wild will see the devils again tonight. And why I point that out when I'm talking to special teams, look no further than the penalty kill and the power play. The wild's penalty kill is now worst in the NHL. They stop just 67.9% of The opponent's power plays. In other words, they kill, they kill about seven out of 10 penalties. And what that means is basically one out of three. What that means is every game they give up at least one power play goal. And that's worst in the league. The reason we bring up the devils, they're on the other end of the stick. Their power play is number one in the league, and they score 42% of the time when their opponent's in the penalty box. So that's going to be something that the Wild worked on a lot yesterday in practice and certainly in film rooms and and uh, on the computers. But the reality is we'll see tonight. You have the league's best power play in New Jersey and the league's worst penalty kill in the Wild. Now the good news is, is – um Jared Spurgeon will talk a little bit about this later, but Jared Spurgeon is coming back soon, but he won't be here tonight. Spurgeon, one of the keys to the power penalty kill, um, they've missed him, obviously, on the PK, but they've missed Freddie Goudreau, too. So neither one will be in the lineup tonight. Good news is Spurgeon will come very soon, but for tonight, you got the league's worst penalty kill against the league's best power play. Best way to solve that problem stay out of the penalty box. The other side of the coin there is the Wilds' power play, 23rd in the league, scoring just 13.9% of the time uh, when they have a five-on-four advantage. That is carryover from last season, and certainly we saw this exposed against Dallas in the playoffs. But uh, we can talk injuries. We can talk about playing with a hand behind your back. We can talk about opponents. We can talk about this. We can talk about that. At the end of the day, if you're going to be the league's worst penalty kill and in the bottom third for for power plays in the NHL, you are not going to fare well. There's just no way to overcome that. So that's something the Wild have to fix, and they have to fix it soon because it is a big Achilles heel. So we mentioned uh, Boldy's in the lineup. So tonight's uh, lineups that we saw in practice today, uh, top line stays the same. Hartman, centers Kaprizov, and Zuccarello, Erickson Eck, and centers Joe Hanson and, as we mentioned, Matt Boldy. It will be fun to see that line uh, back in form, hopefully. Um, Rossi is centering that third line. Felino, Patty Maroon moves down to there from the second line. And then uh, Connor Dewar uh, is centering Brandon Duhame and Vinnie Latiri So not a lot of movement in this lineup. Other than, uh, we won't see 11 and the seven for the first time in a while. And that's because of Boldy's return. So at least the wild are playing with 12 healthy forwards. And then the blue line pairings, Brodine and Faber, Middleton and Mermus, Marilyn Addison. And after Brodine and Faber, it's a tremendous drop off. We talked about that at length in yesterday's pod. Um, the defense, the blue line defense has been largely terrible and the team defense has been bad too. And they complement that with poor goaltending. So you add up all those three things together and it might be a little bit of a surprise that the wild are three, four and two and just, you know, one win from being five hundred with so many things going wrong. Philip Gustafson, the Gus bus, draws back in net tonight. He's making his sixth start of the season. He's two two and one in five starts so far, including that season opening shutout three weeks ago tonight. But he has been among the league's worst goaltenders, just like the Flower um, in all but that game. So he's giving up too many goals. Uh, Four point three seven goals against. Wild, wild fans aren't used to seeing those kind of numbers in between the pipes. But again, I'm not going to make excuses for the bus. But some of this has nothing to do with him and everything to do with the blue line in front of him and the turnovers and everything else um, that the forwards are committing as well. So, Gus will draw in tonight. Four, three, seven goals against. Eight, eighty-five save percentage. Um, no surprise here. Um, that he's starting tonight after Flower had a good game two games ago and then started against New Jersey and didn't do that well on Sunday. Injuries, we've touched on it a little bit. Spurgeon on LTIR with an upper body. He's eligible to return Saturday when the Wild Play host to the Rangers. Uh, He skated with the team yesterday in practice. He skated with the team this morning in practice. Coaching staff seems a little cautious on him and his upper body injury, so they have not said that we expect to see him uh Saturday, but they haven't ruled him out either. So the bottom line is he's eligible to play on Saturday, and if he doesn't play Saturday, we'd expect to see him early next week. So that's long term, that's good news because this blue line so direly needs to see Spurgey, not only in his regular rotation, but also on the penalty kill. Um, because what will happen, of course, as we know is Middleton will rejoin Spurgey on the top pairing. And then that allows Brodine and Faber to play exclusively Faber to play exclusively with each other, except on the special teams where they go in and out. But, um, You've seen it. You've seen Spurgeon's absence negatively impact Brodine and Faber. Faber, nothing but good things to say, and we can be critical of him. I mean, he's young, but that doesn't mean he's above uh, criticism. He's played really well, but but. With their increased minutes over the last 10 days, Brodeen and Faber have taken a little step back. In fact, Brodeen um, in Philadelphia and a game before that, he really struggled. And I think the workload, the load management with Spurgeon out really is having an impact on them. So when Spurgeon gets back and Brodeen and Faber can, can focus on their duo, that can only help this team. Murmis is playing with Middleton tonight, as we mentioned, and Merrill Addison are playing together as well. But back to the injuries, Um, Freddie Goudreau, he's out for a month with upper body. He's a few weeks away. Goudreau and Spurgeon are the team's best penalty killers. So that is one obvious reason the team's struggling on the PK. So the good news there, Spurgeon's back soon, but Goudreau is not. He'll be out for a few more weeks. And then Goose with a lower body, his return is unknown as well. So yesterday's pod, uh, I touched on some of the the negative vibes with the Wild: Krill slow start, leaky defense, bad goaltending, the injuries, missing two of the top five players for three weeks, and then of course the specialty teams woes. What I didn't touch on are the positive vibes. Again, with all that has gone wrong with the Wild, they are three, four, and two, and some of those reasons that really are good for the future. Marco Rossi's having a great season. Great start to the season. He's good on the puck. You notice his muscle out there. He reportedly put on about 10 pounds of muscle. He's not just getting pushed off the puck. He's making players better around him. And this is just going to be an exciting year to see Rossi continue to develop into the player that so many people expected him to be by now. He wasn't so far. But he's off to a great start three weeks into the season, and we'll keep an eye on number 23 and see how long he centers the third line and doesn't climb up into a top-six forward position. Another positive vibe, Brock Faber. Gopher, playing solidly. He'll lighten the load. His load will lighten when Spurgeon returns. And as I already touched on, I look forward to him and Brodeen playing solidly together in a more of a set, controlled, structured environment once Spurgeon returns to the blue line. But can't say enough good things about Brock Faber. And so many plays where he's rescuing veterans and he's rescuing players who've played hundreds and hundreds of games in the NHL and he's covering up for some of their inadequacies. So... Uh, exciting to see both Rossi and Faber play as much as they are, contribute as much as they are, and see their minutes continue to get increased. Another positive vibe, Senator Ryan Hartman, who we've been pretty consistent on. We think that he'll end up on a line with Felina long-term, now that they've signed him to a long-term contract. And eventually, we'd like to see someone like Rossi center that top line. But you can't argue with what Hartman's doing. With the with the top line slumping, with Carrill having the same amount of goals as Dakota Mermis, that's two. It's good to see Ryan Hartman fill that void after that slow start from his, his line mates. And he got the NHL's third star of the week for his five goals, 2.0. Two assists and seven points in four games last week, including that hat trick against Edmonton a week ago Tuesday, which was the last time, uh, incidentally, that the Wild uh, left the ice as a winner. And then finally, one more positive vibe, Patty Maroon, when the Wild signed him, it was almost, and oh, by the way, the uh, Billy signed a thug to play that fourth line and to give a little energy into the room since both Ryan Reeves and uh, Matt Dunbar are gone, but... Maroon's doing much more than that. He's playing top six forward minutes, at minimum top nine forward minutes, but he's playing really well offensively. Uh, He has had a little bit of chirping on the ice. We'd like to see a little more edge from him because this team isn't that edgy on the ice. I'm not talking stupid penalties. I'm just talking about... uh, Having an on-ice presence where opponents know that if they're going to take a run at Carrill or Boldy or Rossi or someone like that, they're going to have to answer to Patty Maroon. It can't always be Moose. So there are good things happening. Yes, the Wild are one game under 500, but we're 11% into the season. There are good things happening, and it starts tonight when a healthy Matt, Matt Boldy returns to the ice. Wild play New Jersey tonight. They play host to the Rangers. Then they head back out east for a New York three-game road trip next week where they play the Islanders, the Rangers, and Buffalo. But we'll talk more on that a lot later. Let's focus on Boldy and a win tonight. XL Energy Center, 7 p.m., Valley Sports North. Wild, New Jersey Devils. This is your Wild Minute with Troy, and we'll talk to you.